The Pittsburgh Penguins are set to play in their annual Thanksgiving Eve game on Wednesday night against the New York Rangers. And for today's episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest from Rangers Twitter and from a very great Rangers podcast to help preview the game. You're locked on Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am one of your hosts, Hunter Hodes. Usually this is where I say I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick Damp. But earlier today we had a couple connection issues, so Pat wasn't able to make it afterwards because he had some plans for Thanksgiving. That's okay. He'll be back, I think, for the next one. But I am joined today by one of my favorite people on Hockey Twitter, and that is Andrew Choney, one of the hosts of the Liberty Blue podcast with Nick Zararis. With Penguins Rangers tonight, I figured it was only best honestly if i get andrew on this show so andrew i really appreciate you coming on no appreciate you saying that man means a lot and absolutely anytime yeah so this game should be a lot of fun though before we get to that of course thank you all so much for making this your first lesson slash watch of the day we are free and available on all platforms and today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. make every moment more Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Obviously, I'm not in my home office right now. I traveled away for Thanksgiving like a lot of people did either Tuesday, especially today on Wednesday. It's kind of the busiest travel day of the year. So apologies if I'm not in my, obviously, I guess my A game with my wonderful studio and my mic, but Andrew Penn's Rangers for the first time tonight. Rangers are off to an incredible start this season. 12-3-1. They've won eight of their last 10 games. What has been the biggest difference, you think, between the Rangers this season and the Rangers from last season? Well, they have a head coach that actually wants to do things besides, you know, Nick. Nick calls him the the uh the chauffeur, the 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 you know, whenever you're in elementary school and you're going on a on a field trip, you need the you need adults to to chauffeur the kids around, and that's kind of what that's what he called Gerard Gallant. Like he didn't practice with the team, and if he did practice, it was short, it was quick. He wasn't really hands on with any of them, and in games, he had his plan A, and that would be it. He wouldn't really have a plan B. He'd never call timeouts. I always joke that he'd sell them on the black market afterwards because he just would never use them. He relied on a system that was essentially just like, yo, just do whatever you want and we'll figure it out. That was kind of the system that the Rangers had for a lot of the year. And you can tell that by a lot of how they started. A lot of these games that they started, they they looked discombobulated. They didn't really they didn't really know where their their defensive partners were, where the other player, you know, where this second forward was going to be on a lot of these rushes. Like they were just playing street hockey. It it almost feel it almost it almost looked like. But now under Peter Laviolette, there's a lot more structure. He's got the team working really hard in practices. He's got structure. He's got he's got multiple plans up his sleeve you know, ready, ready to go. If his plan A is not working, he, he has the team right now, you know, running out, running out full strength for the most part, obviously they've got a key few pieces missing from this team right now, but they look, they look like a genuine hockey team. And it's, it's really, 
you know, it's it goes to show how much talent this team has when you have a non-structure under Gallant and you still win that many games. And now, you know, when you get essentially the same core under a head coach that actually has the team, you know, running in practice and doing everything that they need to do to succeed come game time, this is what you see. Right. And I've always said with Peter Laviolette coach teams, right, he gets the most results when he first gets there. Those first couple of years, you know, you've seen in Philadelphia, you've seen it in Nashville. You even saw in Washington for that first year that he was there before the wheels kind of turned in the wrong direction. You're seeing it now with the Rangers, too. I think he's a really good short term coach in the league. He's not someone that is going to stay with the team for five, six, seven years, anything like that. But he has you guys playing really well right now. And, you know, just getting into the injuries right now, you know, there's going to be a lot of talent that's not in the lineup tonight for both teams. For the Penguins, it is a long list. The Penguins injury curse is back and better than ever. Ricard Raquel on LTIR and is going to be out longer term with an injury. I'm not going to sit here and speculate when the injury happened. I didn't see him get hurt, though, in that game against Vegas. Maybe this is something that he was doing with for a while. I don't know. Hopefully, though, he's able to come back when the injury is over and start playing really well because he had been really struggling to open the year. Brian Rust, he's going to be out for this game. He's day-to-day, which is, I think, good news considering Josh Yoey of the Athletics said that he was getting an MRI on Tuesday. Again, hopefully he's not out for too long because he's been playing really well this year. That's just two injuries. You have Chad Riedel. He's also on IR, the Penguins' number six defenseman. In addition to this, they had to recall Jansen Harkins, who started the season with the team, and then Alex Nylander, who I do think is going to be in the lineup tonight. Then, of course, John Ludwig was also recalled from his conditioning stint in Wilkes-Barre. Just a lot of injuries for this team. And then, Andrew, I'll let you fill in the listeners with the injuries for the Rangers because it looks like Adam Fox is going to miss another game tonight, and he's one of the three best defensemen on the planet. But I really do hope, man, that Philip Heedle is okay. He's not going to be playing in this one. And I hope he's able to come back at some point this season. Yeah, Adam Fox has resumed skating. He got he was need I think against Carolina a few weeks ago and he what he has been on LTIR, but the hope is is that by early December he should be back with the team. He's already skating, he's already had a couple of practices, so he should be back with the team sooner rather than later. As with Filipino, yeah, it's it's a scary situation because he is 24. He turned 24 in September, and he's already dealt with multiple concussions in his young career. And it it's just it's just devastating. Injury aside, he was playing really well. He was he, when when he's healthy and he's you know he has the ability to kind of forget that he's had concussions in the past he gets into a groove he plays really well the problem is is that he just can't escape concussions and it's a really scary situation forget about hockey for a second just day to day when you have multiple concussions and you're not even like you're barely 24 years old that's a massive massive concern for just the long-term health of filipino outside the game so right now he hasn't been cleared to resume skating he's been out for a few weeks now and that's always the scariest part about these things is, well, there's no timetable. And, you know, we haven't really heard much about him in, in the in the last little bit. Like he hasn't he hasn't been clear to do anything. And with these kinds of injuries, you just never know. 
Right. And as someone who has covered this team for the last several years and has someone who has watched Sidney Crosby throughout his entire career, you know, I and every Penguin fan and any person who's covered the Penguins, I'll include Pat in this. I know he's not here for this show. Anyone can sympathize with that considering what Sidney Crosby has been through throughout his career with multiple long concussions. So hopefully everything is okay with Heedle because, I mean, I'll say, man, heading into this year, I thought he was the best of the bunch when it comes to him, Lafreniere, and Kako. So it's just unfortunate that he's going through this. And again, I do hope that he is going to be all right and that he comes back at some point this year. But that'll do it for this first segment of today's show. Coming up in the second segment, Andrew and I are going to dive into a couple more things regarding this Penguins-Rangers matchup before we have a little fun with Warrior Helmet Wednesday to end the show. I'll give my pick and I'll also give Pat's pick because I know who he's going to pick. And then we'll honestly give it over to Andrew even though he can't steal the Warrior Helmet people. So that's coming up right after this break. Before we get to that second segment, though, we got to tell you all about Sleeper, which is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. You can do this by yourself. You can do this with your friends. Heck, you can even do this with your family, and you don't have to do just hockey with it. You can do NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football, and the entries that you put in can be made in under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, or Nathan McKinnon will record their stats. You can do goals, you can do assists, you can even do plus minus if you want to, and you can also throw goalies in there for saves and all that good stuff. And to win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Penguins fans. You can win 100 times your money playing Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. Start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. And we're not done. We still got to tell you all about FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. We're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hunter Hodes. I know Patrick Damp is not here, but still, I'm one of your hosts for this one, joined by Andrew Chalney. So, Andrew, Rangers again, 12-3-1. Everyone, well, for the most part, is playing really well on the Rangers this year. And we'll start with that. Artemi Panarin, man, 26 points already. One of the leading contenders for the Hart Trophy right now. And all because what? He shaved that beautiful flow off his head before the season. Peter Laviolette has him playing some of his best hockey of his career, if not the best hockey of his career. What have you noticed this year compared to last year when it comes to Panarin? Because he has taken the league by storm right now. Well, he's actually shooting the puck this season, which is a nice change of pace because the last couple of seasons under Gallant, he's kind of essentially refused to do that. He's he loved doing that cross ice, really danger, you know, high danger play of just, hey, I have the puck here. I'm going to pass it across the ice. And if if 
that pass goes through, it's a definite goal. The problem is, is that when you do that 78 times a game, other teams will not only know that you're going to do that, they will, you know, prevent you from even trying. But the problem with Panarin, you know, was is that he kept trying to do it anyway. And that pass, especially come playoff time later in the playoffs, wasn't there because everybody and you know everybody in the building knew what he was going to do and he kept trying to do it anyway but now this season he's taking he's taking control he's shooting the puck a lot more he's got one of the best shots in the league i don't know why he was so hesitant to 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 just you know shoot the puck every now and again under gallant i have no idea but under peter lavilla and now i guess with with more space under his helmet without the hair He's he's a lot more confident now to just kind of let it rip. And we saw that against New Jersey on Saturday. Rangers were down 3-2 with like eight minutes to go in the third period. Off of a faceoff, Panarin just gets the puck and just rips it, and he scores top shelf. The game is tied, and then the Rangers go on and win from there. So he has that nasty shot that he's using a lot more this season. And it he 15 straight game – with a point to start the season, which is a Rangers record. He broke the he broke the previous record, which was 14, and he didn't. He it was broken uh, against Dallas. He didn't score a point there, but he had I think five multi-point games heading into that Dallas game. So he's just letting it rip from everywhere. He's getting to the loose pucks. He's t- really just taking charge of his game, and it is something that the Rangers have desperately needed. Uh, early on here as we get going. I mean, he's definitely either in the conversation or leading the conversation for the Hart Trophy. I mean, he's definitely in it, in my opinion. He, there's a very good argument to be made that he should be leading it, in my opinion. And another player who I think has really stood out for the Rangers this year, Andrew, Alexei Lafreniere. Heading into this year, I was someone who, I wasn't calling him a bus, but I was kind of like, okay, it's time to start showing why you were the number one pick in a draft just a few years ago. His career up to this point was up and down, but this year I think he has finally shown why he was selected number one overall. He had a really good game about, I think it was about a week ago. He tied the game late in regulation, if I recall correctly, then won the game in a shootout with a beautiful move there. By the way, yeah, it was was against Columbus and the Penguins played them in the next game. What have you seen from Lafreniere that has you pretty excited moving forward? Because he's definitely been, I think, a standout for me. He's just playing with a lot of confidence. When you have a head coach that lets you play with confidence, shocker, he's playing with confidence. It, like it, the game is, you know, it's it's physical in a lot of ways, but it's also so mental. Where if you're not confident in your own ability to score or move around or beat somebody to the loose puck or whatever, the chances of you doing it is substantially decreased. But Lafreniere this season is playing with a lot of confidence. He's he's playing with that, with that kind of, you know, he's his chest is puffed out. He's he's making a lot of these moves, but they're, you know, he's not just making them to make them. They're, they're the right play a lot of the times. He he has the confidence, and and Laviolette has it in him as well. So when that, you know, that going together makes it just so much easier for a player that has struggled in the past to get going, and then when you inject that kind of confidence and you know into a into a player like that it just it just makes it so much easier to shoot the puck it makes it a lot easier to you know if you make a mistake you're not looking at the bench immediately to to say oh i'm just i'm gonna get yelled at or i'm gonna be sitting half the period because of a mistake my coach trusts me 
to make the right play the next time. So if I make a mistake here thinking that it's the right play, it's okay because I'm going to learn from this. And the next shift, I can go out there and contribute positively to my team. He's playing, you know, a better style of hockey. And it's great to see because we had Sam Rosen on the show prior to the season on, on Liberty blue podcast. And he, and we, we asked him about Lafreniere and he said, you know, that he has to take charge and, and, you know, and, and show that number one potential. And, you know, through 16 games, he's, he's shown that for sure. Oh no, absolutely. I think he's been one of your best players so far this year. And on the opposite spectrum of that, and this will be the last thing we talk, talk about, excuse me, before we head to the final segment, where has Mika Zibanejad been Andrew? Because last year was really, really good. But he's making a lot of money, signed for a lot more years after this one, and just hasn't been one of the Rangers' best players. And honestly, it's kind of funny how they are 12-3-1, and three and one, and they're not getting good play from one of their best forwards. What do you think has happened to Zibanejad a bit this year? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the same problem happened last year because I tweeted it out around the same exact time last season through 13 games was he either had none or one five-on-five goal. This season, through 16 games, he still has zero five-on-five goals. His only even-strength goal came in an overtime as, as the overtime game winner, the 3v3. He, 16 games for a top-line center to score zero five-on-five goals is is just not going to do it. Like, it, And it'd be one thing if he had like nine power play goals or whatever, but he has one. He has one power play goal and one overtime goal. And that's it through 16 games. The underlying stats for him and Kreider in that line are still good. They're not getting, you know, caved in and they're just, you know, it's not, it's not as if they're not doing anything offensively. They're still doing a lot of the, the right things. But for whatever reason, Mika's a Benajad, and this has become a, a more of a common occurrence and more of a concern is that he just doesn't do a whole lot at five on five. The problem with that is that 85% of hockey games are at five on five. And he it's part, part, part of it is because he's maybe gripping a stick a little bit too tight. He's getting opportunities on power plays and he's just, he's air mailing these one timers. I mean, they're, they're hitting the ISS. They're some, somebody in, you know, in the, in the, in section 400, whatever is getting these pucks. Like he is not coming close to hitting the net. It it's, it's tough to see. I think if he hits one, then the then the then the pucks will start coming. I think he's well aware that he's not contributing enough offensively. But I need to start seeing more out of Zabinajad five on five. This has been a topic of conversation for multiple seasons now. It's not just some anomaly to start this year. You know, like I mentioned, I tweeted the same exact thing out last year. Like this is this has to change. Right now, I, I hear you on that. And what you're probably saying is, does Mika Zibanejad score a hat trick against the Penguins tonight with his luck so far this year? <laughs> you could put you could put the house on it. This is not this is not gambling advice, not legal advice. Don't yell at me if I'm wrong, but I would I'd put the house on it. Yeah, it would be the Penguins' luck if, if that happens. That's for sure. But that'll do it for this second segment. Coming up to end the show. No, I'm not going to forget Warrior Helmet Wednesday this time. I'm going to give my picks for the best player for the Penguins this past week. I'll also give Pat's because I know who he's picking. And then we'll also get to Andrew's as well. Before we end the show, we got to tell you all about BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot in all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going 
on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NHL today to get up to 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on NHL. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm Hunter Hodes, joined by Andrew Chalney. So my pick for Warrior Helmet Wednesday, Andrew, and you know we, we, we started doing this even before the season started. We go through, give the player of the week, basically, for the Penguins. And minus Sidney Crosby had an 11-game point streak. I know it was snapped against Vegas, but he was playing some electric hockey for the Penguins over the last week. Still leads the league in five-on-five scoring. Was trying to will them to a win against the Carolina Hurricanes last weekend. Wasn't able to do it, but he played, I think, one of his best games of the year and that one. And, you know, even against New Jersey, I thought he was still pretty good. The Penguins just really struggled playing the Devils overall. Then in Vegas, he was still setting up quality scoring chances. He was getting chances of his own. The puck was just not going in the back of the net for him and his line mates. It was actually a nice game where the depth had to step up. For the Penguins, but he, I'm giving him my Warrior Helmet Wednesday for this one. I easily could have given it to him last week. I know a couple people got on me about that for my pick last week, but I'm going to give it to Sid this week. And I know for Pat, he's giving it to Alex Ndelkovich, scored a goal in the AHL before being called up to the Penguins and then shut out the Golden Knights on Sunday. He's playing some really strong hockey right now. And if he, he can continue to play at this level, you know, we could potentially see him steal some starts away from dry, which would not be the worst thing in the world. Again, I don't think there's a goalie controversy with the Penguins or anything like that. I do think when Jari is on his game, he's the better goalie. But if this can be at, you know, 55, 45, 640 in terms of Jari starts to Nadelkovich, I would be pretty happy with that. So that's who I know Pat is taking for his Warrior helmet. If you had to give one out for the Rangers for this last week, who would it be? I mean, it has to be Panarin. Uh, he's... 26 points in 16 games, you know, the Dallas game aside five multi-point games, you know, leading up to that. He's been the absolute, he's been the MVP of this team through, through this point in time. Deadly. He's got the shot that he's actually using, which is great to see his passing is still on point. He's also doing a lot more defensively. It, it, it I've been noticing him skating a little bit, you know, quicker to get back on defense and helping out and, you know, and forechecking and doing a lot of these things that he wasn't doing as much of, especially last season. So it's, it's really good to see that Panarin not only is filling up the score sheet, but he's, you know, he's trying at all ends of the ice and it, he's, he's been the MVP for sure. Yeah. I, I think he's going to continue this throughout the season anyway. Overall though, three, I think very strong picks for this and, Again, man, I'm really excited for this game. It looks like the Penguins fans are not going to get to do the Igor chance for this one. It looks like Jonathan Quick, your favorite goalie in the world, Andrew, is going to be starting in this one. Someone who I know you weren't high on heading into the season, but he has made you and I think a lot of other Rangers fans eat some crow. He's actually been fairly good this year. So even though he's a bit older, the Penguins, they're still going to have to beat a pretty sound goalie at least this year. I know it's not Shostorkin and he's one of the three best goalies on the planet, but this is still, I think, going to be a tough matchup considering how good Quick has been. He's been incredible. He's he's four zero and one. He's uh, he's got a nine twenty eight save percentage and a goal uh, a goals uh uh you know average of of under two. 
he's he's been dynamite. And Benoit Allaire for president. I mean, Benoit Allaire is the is the Rangers goalie coach. He's made Louis Domingue look really good in the one game that he played. It was a four to one win. I mean, he looked really good in that one. I don't know how or what Benoit Lair is doing. I'd like an investigation. I'd like a documentary. I'd like a movie. I don't know what he's doing with these people. Jonathan Quick looked down and out. He was atrocious last season before, you know, coming in here to be the backup, looking at all those stats, looking at what he's done and how he's played. Even in preseason, he looked pretty awful. And then come the regular season, he's he's looked like the, the 2012 LA Kings on the quick. I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know, you know, can he keep this up much? You know, what I, I it this is a mystery to me, but I I would love it. Keep it coming. That's that's all I could say about it. I mean, it's, it's big that he's getting a start against the Penguins, even though, you know, Shesterkin, he's had some decent numbers against them over the years. You know, he's had a couple howlers, let's say, especially in the playoffs, but I still thought they were going to go to Shesterkin here. But hey, you know, we'll see what the Penguins can do against Quick. And then for the Penguins in net, it will be Tristan Jari starting this one. Really no surprise overall there. But I think that I would do it for this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I love the Thanksgiving Eve games, man. The, the Penguins crowds for those games are always erratic to say the least they, they really show out for this one so i'm really excited for it but andrew why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media and where they can find the show with nick for sure so i'm on twitter i'm not calling it x i don't care i'm on twitter at chelney andrew c-h-e-l-n-e-y andrew uh you can follow nick at nick zarars nick z-a-r-a-r-i-s our podcast is called liberty blue if you just search liberty blue pod or podcast or just liberty blue on twitter on youtube on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you find uh your favorite podcast that's where we are and i understand you know your penguins fans uh, you might not listen to you know some rangers fans side about their team but we are objective man like it's we don't we don't sugarcoat anything as hunter will tell you if something is wrong we will let you know about it and if something is going well we will also let you know about it we're not that kind of team that's like oh well they're winning everything is just great we're winning the Stanley Cup. Woo! That's not what we're here for. We're here to we're here to make you a smarter hockey fan. And you know, we talk about the Rangers uh as well. I want to shout out Rangers shows on this podcast, of course, but hey, you know, you guys run one heck of a show, and I'm really glad we were able to have We're you also all. live on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube every Monday at 6 p.m. We for I mean 95% of the shows that we do are are live. So if there are mistakes, you see them. Right, you see him right there. Hopefully, we don't make any, but you know, things happen from time to time. Pat and I are going to have to do a live show at some point, probably for the trade deadline. And if I make a mistake on there, it's probably going to be very funny. And I apologize if this bird over here is making all this noise in the world, but you know, that's just ha what happens when I have to record on the nice little deck out here right before Thanksgiving. But again, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to slash watching this one. We'll be back with another episode for you all early Thursday morning. Pat and I should be able to recap this Rangers game. Pat is actually going to the game tonight. So assuming he gets back at a reasonable hour, he'll be on to recap it with me. If not, I will be there to recap it either by myself or I'll bring, be bringing someone else on to recap it. And then Pat will definitely be back next week because we're going to take off Friday. And we'll also, of course, get you all set for these weekend games against Buffalo and Toronto. But again, thank you all so much for listening slash watching. Really appreciate it. We'll be back with another episode for you all on Thursday.